Hello, 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 hello. Hey guys, what's up? We're back for another episode. Mm -hmm. Today we're going to be talking about transparency versus vulnerability and boundaries slash accountability. We're going in in this episode, boy. Honestly, we're we're dissecting topics. We're going deep. Usually we just have light banter, ha ha ha, talk (laughs) a little bit of deep, (laughs) kiki-ki. But today, oh <laughs> Lord, so Lord, the spirit of dissection is what here. What that like, banter? Ha ha ha! <laughs> oh my God! No, but they get the gist in it. They've Lord. listened for you know a couple of podcasts now. They know how we run. That's it. They know how we do stuff. So the thing is, Sarah, what are your boundaries in Ooh. friendship? God damn. And what are the breaking points? My boundaries. Yep. And then we'll we'll reverse the question. Bloody hell! It's me. What does that even mean? Like how? Like what boundaries do you establish, or want to be established That's at the, the beginning thing. of um, your friendship? I'm still trying to figure that out because I feel like I've I've let people overstep so many boundaries. Okay. Um, all right. All right. All right. Okay. So for you to get to that point, that means that you realised that there were there were like boundaries that obviously were broken or how okay so how can somebody overstep your boundaries is essentially what i'm trying to ask um from what you've learned then or you're learning overstep your boundaries yeah is i think it's constantly talking negatively yeah um around me or about me or about someone else mm. i haven't got time for that anymore mm. even if it is banter your banter is negative like what kind of banter is that and i'm a big believer that you know whatever people try and insert on the sly is actually what is being buried within their hearts yeah. and they've just been waiting for the right opportunity yeah, to say to it and they say so, it out of banter as well but it's not banter it's it's more like they're saying it out of spite and jealousy that's it but they're masking it with yeah with banter and that's what i realized as well like observing that with certain people i'm like oh they're saying that out of spite mm. but i'll give them grace that's the thing that's the bound that's where i've messed up my boundaries because i'll be like oh they don't mean it though they're really a nice person because they've got all these other positives but they're their, their negative is a constant, mm. but I'm allowing it and I'm dismissing it because of their positives mm-hmm. and because I want to give everyone a chance and all that stuff. But now, 2019, I'm just like, yo, they've constantly showed that and that's the only thing consistent about their character, so... Well. See ya. Well, next question. Next. No, honestly, because that's crazy. Even thank you, next. We can now add that. Oh, thank you, Ariana Grande. That's it. Um, but I think... How someone can overstep my boundaries is obviously disrespecting me or the people that I value the most. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I would say hearing but not listening to what I'm saying. In terms of the fact that if, I, if I've come from a place of transparency and honesty with you and I'm telling you what is actually like how my feelings feel like they've been hurt. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or how I feel like you've you've gone over... And then you're you literally you get it and you're nodding your head in the moment, but you're not actually digesting what I'm saying, and it becomes a a constant thing that is just perpetuated, and it's like you're not really learning mm. what has been said, and you're not really respecting my space because I would do the same. Do you know? What I mean, I'm somebody who I like to make people feel comfortable. I like to listen to people, and I like to actually you know help them out where I can yeah you uh, can tell it's when you can tell someone doesn't respect you your time that's it or your space mm. 
that's a big thing um like i said that's something i it took me ages to get because mm. again grace you need yeah. to allow them they don't understand what they're saying there's a reason why they're saying that yeah they haven't worked out yes. maybe i can work it out through them listen i haven't got time i'm not supposed to be carrying your baggage that's what christ is there for yeah 100 percent. literally and what you said literally i had something in my head but i think it's it's gone but i think it's just one of those things with with boundaries is they're there to they're there to establish you know and they're they're there to establish a relationship and to bring clarity Mm. so have you ever been in a situation where boundaries have been blurred even though you've att- it's like you've attempted to establish them and then maybe in the midst of you thinking, wow, this person needs grace, the boundaries have just gotten blurred between you and that person. I think so, but it wasn't... Was it, I don't think I would count it as a friendship, though. That's Mad. how I understood it. Mm. To be like, oh, this person really doesn't respect me because oh, it's hard because they probably saw me as like, a really good friend of theirs but to me they weren't but you're still messing me about with those like in that space so it's just like well the thing is i give people too much excuses and i'm even in my head as i'm trying to explain it i'm still giving that person ex- an excuse and it's just like it's because you see them in as their best self and you like to see the best in everyone mm. and that's not to say that people are bad no we're we are good people we just make decisions that aren't the best mm. but sometimes those decisions are are detrimental in us actually you know take using that circ- circumstance as an opportunity to to really reassess mm. you know how this person needs to operate in my life mm. or you know or why that person said what they said because there's a difference between you know obviously working out why they said what they said giving them grace and people just saying things because they feel like they can say things and i think one of the reasons why you feel that way and you kind of feel a bit conflicted trying to sort of express how you feel is because society as well has embedded this whole idea of entitlement Mm. do you know what i mean so when you feel like you're establishing your boundaries you're feeling people feel like it's coming from a place of entitlement as opposed to it coming from a place of mental health Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So then it makes you feel like, oh, I can't, you know, I can't. Oh, my God. So what do you think then? Oh, my God. I had the question. And it's just gone straight in my head. It will come back to me. Baby, come back. <laughs> Lol. That's a banger. True. Anyway, um, I'm not too sure. But when it comes comes back to me, it will come back. So what does accountability look like? And is it possible to, for you to have accountability with all of your core friends? Uh, before we get to that, whoa, whoa, how whoa. do you establish boundaries with your friends? I let them know from the get-go what I like and what I don't like. Oh, matting? Yeah. Really? If I think you're a good friend of mine, I'll just... You'll know. Straight up. Because if there's an issue, I'll just voice it. Like, I have to say it because I'm one of those people who... I won't actually be able to operate in my day if I haven't said what I need to say to you because i like to be on a clean slate and a positive slate so in order to establish boundaries what i usually do is if someone's hurt my feelings i'll tell them this is how you hurt my feelings but then what about for those because i'm the opposite i'll rather hold it in and work it out myself before i can talk i wouldn't even i don't think i'll even get to the point where i'll talk to the person Mm. what about for people like us like how do we establish boundaries with people because i find it difficult because i don't want to hurt them their feelings yeah but they're not your feelings 
And the thing is, people's feelings will get hurt regardless. Yeah, and it's yeah, not, yeah. and it's not even your fault. You could say the best thing in the world, and somebody would perceive that as, as you know, as you sort of trashing them, mm. or being patronizing, and that's based on their perspective and based on how they've, you know, their environment and how they've they've grown up. Mm. Some of these things are out of our control. You just have to hope and pray that you've communicated what you want across. I would say if you find it difficult, then think of it as introverts are amazing at one-to-one conversation and they love that and if you feel like obviously at that stage with that person you could talk to them Mm. one-to-one and just be like do you know what this is actually how i feel and i'm saying this because i want our our friendship to actually progress further and i want to be transparent with you and i want to let you know when i feel like i've been hurt i want you to also feel like you can talk to me when i've been hurt because if you know if i don't feel like i can come and be and and state my issues across to someone without someone coming with all guns blazing or them being defensive mm. then i'm really questioning is this friendship then just one-sided because a friendship is something where both people should be it's 50 50 it's there's some form of an input and if one person's not you know inputting the way that you're input putting then what's the point mm. it's actually 100 100 everyone should give like 100 percent to their friendship no 100 percent. that's it you're right. But yeah. do you think feel like it's ever too late to establish those boundaries? Because what if you haven't established them at the beginning of the friendship? What happens then? Is there ever a point where it's just like, like, yo, we're too deep into this now. You can't tell me what boundaries I can, like... Then I'm cutting you out of my life. Oh. And I mean that honestly because, like... But I'm not if even you haven't you established that, oh God, the boundaries so at the beginning... Well, that's the biggest mistake because I personally... I, yeah. But for those that but just I'm jump thinking, into... Um, well, I was answering that as me. Yeah. But if I'm somebody else, right, I'd, it's it's also good then because then you can sort of figure out that other person and how they like, what they're like and how they operate in a communi- in like communicating with other people. Because mm. it gives you a chance to observe and then maybe once you've observed, you can then be like, cool, this is how I feel about things. I don't know how you feel about things and come together and discuss. I don't know. What would you think? That's what I think. So that's what I think. I would observe, observe how that person actually treats other people as well as me, mm. and then based on that, I would pray and just make the best decisions that I can. What would I do? Damn. Come on. I think it's like you said. Probably observe them with other people, and I would observe them out of. In different contexts, context side. Mm. I don't know. No, you're saying it perfectly. Yeah. Um. So if I don't, I want to see if it's the environment, if it's if it's the environment that's affecting the way that they mm. treat me. Facts. So I would like to see us in an unfamiliar situation. See how you respond in that. Absolutely. If you still don't respect me in that, but uh, you got to go. You've no, absolutely, because it's um, detrimental. Or I would increase my distance between us and make that very clear. Um, mm. That there's no... Because for me, once someone's done something wrong to me, we cannot we cannot go back to what it was. We can... Um, is, that a too, is that like a detrimental point? Or does that... Or do you mean like with a small thing? So let's say... It's not a small... I had a t- like I had argument with you now. It's, n- it's not that. It's okay. not small things. Okay. I feel like it's when it's been building up over time 
and I've started to realise that, oh, you're actually taking me for a dickhead. That's crazy. Now. That's actually crazy. That's when I'm just like, yo, we have to, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we have to end this now because I don't want to explode and say something to you that will really hurt your feelings. That's crazy. No, so me true. distancing myself is actually out of love because I know that I'm going to... And I've never done it, but I know, I feel like I've gotten close to the point where I'll actually start saying things that will hurt you. Wow. And I'll wow, say it wow, calmly wow, as well. Wow. Um, so I I like to avoid getting to that point yep. and just cut you off straight away. Like, you can... We can be friends later, but it won't ever get... Like, we won't get to the point where we'll be tight again, like, dark, like how it used to be, because once you've done that to me already... It's a wrap. Look, I feel exactly um, the same. Way. So it's very important to establish boundaries. If not, like establish them later in the relationship as well. Um, I think good points is when things have gone wrong. The, the small things have gone wrong. That's when you're like, yo, we need to refresh and recheck this friendship and mm. where, it's, where it's going. Because obviously this small argument we had has just nearly shattered this whole friendship. Is That's our friendship crazy. really that strong? Mm, 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 mm. Um, if we had a small argument. Um, and then reorganise. Yeah. Like, something I saw on Twitter that was really good. I love Twitter. Oh, Twitter is amazing. Um, and shout out to you for never changing. It's... some We're too quick to cut people off rather than we just need to recategorise <sighs> them. Which is really good, because I'm like, well, okay, yeah. so it, let's say circle A is your your tight squad. That's your closest circle. If someone has messed up, maybe move them to circle D, where you just say hi and bye, no, like no, B D, <laughs> not B or D, just straight up to circle D. Like, do you know what I mean? Because everyone's got circles around them, and obviously proximity relates to like how close you are to them. So. Circle A is your tightest circle, and then B is the ones that you can talk to but don't really trust that much, or you trust a little bit, but they're not. Then there's not enough trust to be in circle A. Mad. You can move people up and down the different categories if that makes sense. And I didn't think about that. I thought, oh, straight off, cut. Bye. Never again. Yeah, but then sometimes that is easier than moving them to a different category because. Can you imagine being tight with someone really close, like telling all your secrets and then all of a sudden you're not talking to them on that deep level anymore? It's kind of the same thing as cutting them off. <laughs> no, oh yeah. But some people do need to um do that. Sometimes you need to do that to protect yourself. But have you ever been in a situation where it's you now that's the person that other people have had to cut off? Hmm. Or recategorize, like, hmm. how do we know we're not the toxic ones? Because I've duped it. Like, what if maybe I am toxic, and that's usually my first thought when it comes to like issues with friends. I always think, oh, maybe it's me that's actually the problem. P- problem. Hmm. But maybe there's people out there. Who have I can't got distinctly like you wouldn't know of a time because I don't think I would know. Yeah, and the thing with me is like, I'm. Sometimes I'm ignorant to things. Um, ignorant in terms of... Um, I won't really clock onto things like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. and, sometimes, and it's because of, like, my optimistic mindset. So sometimes I genuinely won't... I ge- like, I'll be so oblivious to it because I genuinely won't know. 
Mm. Do you know what I mean? With my personality, it's kind of hard to tell. Unless that's why I like to communicate clearly. So if somebody communicates it to me or I can see it in how they treat me, then sure. Mm. But that's never really... Do you know what I mean? It's exactly like what you've said. I don't think I would know. But I'm sure it's happened many a time. I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure it's definitely happened. So long as we're human, it's probably definitely happened. But I don't care, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely fine. As long as that person or those people have done it and they feel at peace and they're happy with their lives now. That's it. That's, that's all I you care want. About. That's so all you want. It's literally because it's none of my business. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with me. I mean, unless there was anything that I had to apologise for, I'm more than happy to apologise yeah. for and then we'll get them to do what we need to do. But Yeah, just being acceptable. I think some people just find boundaries um, offensive because you're now, you've now wised up to how they've taken advantage of you. Wow, wow, wow. And it's, it's made them work because they probably weren't aware of their own actions mm. and now you're coming to be like, bro, like you've really been treating me badly. Mm. in this sense mm. they don't want to deep how bad they've been making other people feel because no one wants to no one genuinely wants to make people feel bad mm. unless they're a psychopath then it's a bit nuts yeah but <sighs> it's because they don't want to take that sense of like it's the responsibility responsibility yeah. and accountability of yeah. what they've done yeah. in the process to hurt someone but yeah. you have to do that Yeah, you need to do that you have to self reflect and sometimes like I'm not saying all the time but even like I can talk about this because, like, we're close and stuff. But even, um, like, last year, there was a period of my time where, I w- like, where me and Sata, we weren't around each other all the time. And that didn't mean that we didn't love each other. We just both had things that we needed to do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I felt like I needed to give her that space and that room to, to grow and live her life and do what she needs to do. Do mm. you know what I mean? And I, I took accountability and responsibility to recognise that she needed that space. And I also needed that space to figure out what, like, how I'm feeling and what I need to do mm. with my life. Because I kind of just felt like I don't know what's going on with my life. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know, like, yeah. I think throughout it all, yeah. like, communication is very important. Yeah, it's very we key. communicated that yeah. when we met. Yeah. When we, met up, we, t- we talked about how we felt about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. This is very important. Communication. That's it. It's so key. Do you remember your question? No, I've got the memory of like of a goldfish. Like once it's there, it's there, and once it's gone, it's like I'm never gonna get it back. It's true though, because what the things I can remember, I've got I've got amazing memory, ironically. But once I forget something, it's gone. I can never get it back. Guess I don't, man. In it, but yeah. So what do you think about forgiveness? In terms of us looking at boundaries and accountability, how do you feel like forgiveness plays a role? In both. Oh, forgiveness, forgiveness. And is it a is it a key role? It depends because do you know when? Obviously, we got we have to forgive people mm. for our own sakes, not for their sakes, because you can't live in anger for the rest of your life. <laughs> um, Facts. But it's how often. I think the problem with forgiveness is we confuse it with, okay, if I've I've if I've forgiven this person, everything has to go back to normal the way it was. Wow, but then no, that's, that's facts. That's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness oh. is specifically Ooh, just acknowledging that they've done wrong to wrong to you and letting that go, and then I would change the circumstances, um, 
based on the situation. So yeah. like, if me and someone had a fallen out and they said someone something really bad to me, mm. that really it really hurt my feelings. Like yeah. something personal that I told this person, and, and they they, use it, they use it against me. They come and stab me in the chest and That's the back crazy. and the leg. You're and so annoying. <laughs> Yeah, it will hurt me. It'll take me time, but I'll forgive you. But that does not mean that we are now close friends again and I will tell you Facts. this personal information That's again. Crazy. It means I'm going to let you go, mm-hmm. do your own thing. Let's be the best versions of we people we can be separately, not together. Wow. It doesn't mean we have to be back together. It's like, if your boyfriend cheated on you, I'll forgive you, but I'm not taking you back because you you disrespected me the moment you even thought about being with someone else. That's a crazy concept, man. I'm not going to take you back. It's true. It's true. Forgiveness does not mean returning to the original circumstances. Well, you're it saying means switching true. up. Let go. That's it. Let it go. So it. That's it. Like, for me, I don't harbour hate in my heart. I forgive others, but the relationship that we had before, yeah. it will never be the same again. Mm. I feel like that's a song, but anyway. No, um, no, but what you've said is so key, like, and that's something that I had to learn, like, over the course of, like, two, three years, I had to learn that, and I've only just gotten to the point where I've learned exactly what you've said, and actually learning to, like, not harbour hate in my heart, or being angry, or being bitter, because, mm. like, obviously, as much as I'm a positive person, once you get on my bad side, I will literally, I, I will not like you. So it took a lot, and it took a lot for me to figure out. Do you know what? People are human, mm. and we all make mistakes. Um, I'm sure the same way that I've made some, like the way I'm feeling angry at this person, I've also hurt them in in another way. You know, mm. you've got to see it in in a multifaceted way. You can't mm. just view it in in your perspective that is convenient to adhere to your, you know, your validations or your feelings. Mm. So, no, one hundred percent, I'd say that everything that Sai has said has literally hit the nail on the head that's it literally like how so how long did it take you to learn that and how did that journey start that you like mate like how did you actually be like okay we need to get to this point I'm still learning that and I'm still trying to like put it into action and apply mm. it but I think the first time I learned this I know I've learned I've had a lot of issues with friendships before really yeah, since pri- uh, primary school. school. Yeah, yeah. And that ah has ah, that still broken prim- you? The to primary this day? school thing is still it's still broken me to this day. Oh, goodness. And that was primary school. No, but that was peak. That situation was so. Disgusting. I feel like that's like the primary school one, because I felt betrayal in my own house, is a reason why I can't even call people my best friends anymore. Because when I was in primary school, I called these people best friends, and then like they betrayed me. That's no, but it was something sense. small. They were talking about me behind my back in my own house. Yeah, but it's the fact that it's in your own house. Yeah. And that's a place to me, of comfort. And to me, they were like my best mates. But that still affected me to this day where I can't even call my close my, my close friends best mates. It's, it's so stupid to me. It's not. But it's just that's fine. how, like... Because when I trust someone, I really trust someone. Mm. Um, because it takes a while for me to trust someone. But, yeah, like... Oh, a question. But yeah, I've learned all these stuff. Like, um, like how did you learn? Up, how did you get to that point? Was the question. growing up? 
I've learned it through a lot of friendships. And trial and error. Trial yeah. and error, that's all, yeah. Facts, and literally I agree with you 100% because primary school I was fine, but secondary school I had such a weird dynamics with friends, like just feeling like having a sense of belonging. I didn't really have that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't really stable in having friendships. I was kind of moving around a lot. Mm. So I think it's exactly what you said. It's one of those things you just you learn daily, you learn through trial and error, and you pick yourself up and you keep on going. Mm. And that's literally what it is. Okay, so the next thing I really wanted to talk about was transparency versus vulnerability Ooh. and honesty. Goddamn. So how do you feel about those three, first of all? Like what's your relationship like with all those three words? Do they scare I you? Do they give you peace? Do they I think stress one of, you out? One of the biggest lessons I learned in twenty eighteen was to be vulnerable so try to be more vulnerable with close friends and that's what i'm something i'm trying to practice more mm. um and being honest with my feelings but being transparent is not hard it's very easy to be blunt and honest and just tell someone how you feel mm. um depending on the context <laughs> depending what it's about <laughs> um yeah but it's very easy like transparency and vulnerability is not the same thing and i remember reading a like kind of metaphor for it explaining it so they were like oh if you met a woman at a bar and she's telling you her life story does that mean she's being transparent or vulnerable transparent why is it not vulnable though so say the situation again so a woman you just met a woman in the bar yeah yeah and she's obviously she's a bit drunk and she's telling you like all these things that's going wrong in her life is that someone being transparent or vulnerable it's transparent because she's not saying it from a place of emotion she's just stating the reality of what is actually going going on in her life exactly and i think the big difference between transparency and vulnerability is the fact that there is an emotion behind it Mm. there is a sense of self-reflection yeah um and i think there's the idea behind it Mm. that you want to be a better person because you want to work through facts what you're talking about because transparency anyone can just talk about what's happened in their life do you know what i mean 100 percent. anyone can do that and you can tell anyone i can go and meet the bus driver because i say sir (laughs) i want to I've got no money on my Oyster card, but because this, this, this happened, that's me being transparent. It's not being, it's not me being vulnerable to the bus yeah. driver. So, um, and I think a lot of people get that confused. Mm. Just because you're telling me stuff doesn't mean you're vulnerable. Facts. We don't have that relationship for you to be vulnerable. Yeah. I think vulnerability includes relationship as well. You need to have yes. a relationship with that person. You're, you've hit um, on the head. And just... So yeah, and honesty, ah, I try not to lie. I would rather I'll keep quiet mm. if I know I'm gonna say something that's not honest. I just rather keep keep quiet. If it if it protects you or your feelings, I will actually lie, which is bad. I shouldn't do that anymore. But yeah. Yeah, but you're human. We will do it at some point. No, but I'm doing it to protect their feelings, not even my own. Can you imagine? I'm di- <laughs> so your issue is not lying. It's the <laughs> fact that you're protecting somebody else and not your own. Um, I'd say. I don't have a problem being transparent. Um, I don't... and I, Yeah. And I don't really have a... Have a problem with being honest. It depends on the circumstance. 
it depends it depends on the circumstance i'd say because i don't really have an issue with being honest because mm. i like to be honest in terms of the fact if it will actually bat somebody off mm. do you know what i mean and i would want and i would hope and pray that somebody will be they'll be honest with me in the same way mm. i want people to be honest but however we are human and sometimes we we do lie you know to protect our feelings your face is killed me to protect our our feelings and to be selfish sometimes yeah Yeah. i can do that sometimes to be selfish i'll be honest um vulnerability is something that i'm always fighting with and i think it's it's just a personal relationship like because i don't i don't know sometimes i find it weird come on come on girl get it do it (laughs) she just she just made a banging graphic have to obviously let my girl know it's fire because it is <laughs> but um yeah vulnerability is a very weird thing for me i find it weird especially emotionally i just i can't it's it's mm, i'm always Why just like have an issue with it um because i find the concept like of being emotionally vulnerable with someone really weird do you know what i mean like i just can't it's not in me to do it because usually i just deal with things and get on with it like, if I feel a certain way, obviously, I'll express how I feel. But in my head, I kind of just think, eh, get over it and do what needs to be done. Do you mm. know what I mean? I don't see it. Mm. But I'm able to help other people if they, you know, if they come to me with vulnerability. But me, myself, dealing with that, I've always had a weird relationship with it. But I'm slowly learning it's actually okay. Like, I was telling Sarah how, like, last year, I've just, like, I've properly learned, like, it's actually okay to cry. And that crying isn't like a bad thing. Yeah. Because obviously you know it. Because people say like crying's not a bad thing. Because we live in such an amazing society. Where like we're starting to grow. And we're starting to you know. Become more inclusive. So it's not the toxicity that is behind that. Or behind the meaning of crying. It's just the actual action of me crying. I need to actually value. (laughs) I need to sorry. I need to value um, the actual action of crying and how it can, you know, benefit my mental health. Mm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, how do you become more, quote-unquote, vulnerable and honest? I think you can only be vulnerable and honest if you're honest to yourself. And I think that's that's something I learned in twenty like eighteen. I had to be honest with myself about feelings. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing is, God is good. God is good. <laughs> God is glorious. He's a good God, and He reigns forever. Amen. But I'm proud of you. Okay, so <laughs> hey, okay, <laughs> no names here. Thirty-one minutes in, and the sauce <laughs> is dropping. No names here. No names. Basically, yeah. Um, God, I know this girl. She had a crush on someone, <laughs> but she couldn't face it, and she couldn't be honest with herself about the crush. I don't think she still can, to be honest. That's what she told me the other day. And <laughs> this girl is. Not- She's laughing, but I'm being dead serious. Like, no, I'm being I dead know, ass. I know, <laughs> dead ass, dead ass, and. Yeah, it's just I was telling her. That is really in giggles, you know. It's like you just have to um, 
be honest with yourself about how you really feel mm-hmm. and accept that it's okay to feel certain things. Mm, yeah, um, no, just I like give yourself time to like process mm. and really understand why. Yeah, like why do you feel this way about this person? Um, what is it about that person? And then ask yourself why can't you admit to yourself? Yeah, why you like this person? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know why I didn't think about that before. No, because growth. She's grown. That's it. So. um no, that's excellent. It's just being honest with yourself. If you can do that, you can do that too with other people. I think it's that simple. Mm. But it takes a while because a lot of people don't actually have a relationship with themselves. Yeah. They're too busy being in a relationship with other people yeah. that don't, don't even give themselves time alone to really deep and think through these things. I think this is why pe- someone was talking against um, trigger warnings because it's like... If you're always doing trigger warning... Yeah. No, keep on going. My mum's just just talking to me. It's fine. <laughs> I'll be back. If you're always doing trigger warning, um, you just never, you never get to face up against, you never get to face against that thing that is always triggering you. So it, you can't always avoid what upsets you or annoys you. You need to just get to that place where you can face your own demons and you have to slaughter them so it takes a while to do that and face up to them and get to understand and get to know your own personal demons but the only reason the only way you can kill them is by facing them yeah so you just have to take the time get to know yourself get to love yourself do you know what i mean and yeah just you'll be able to slow those demons it's part of growth that's it. You can't always be avoiding trigger warnings, you know. Sometimes face up to those realities. What is it? What do you mean by like a trigger warning? I don't get it. So, um, when someone writes something or has a video, they'll put a warning at the beginning to, to say, ah, oh, I'm going to talk about this. So if it triggers you or upsets you in any way, you can click off it or don't read it or mm-hmm. avoid it, essentially. Mm, okay. And I'm just like, you can't keep avoiding stuff like that because, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to grow or get over it not you have I to feel get like through I'm it. just saying it like get through it work it out through it and work it out you have to face up to those demons because that's the only way to, way you can kill them yeah or so come and catch you and manifest in different ways anyway exactly and it will always be something that will manifest through relationships and as humans where you know we've been made for the purpose of connection as well so if you don't sort it out, you'll always have an unconscious issue with with people. Or you might not necessarily fully trust people, let alone yourself. So, it all manifests. Mm. That's what it's about. Alright, sis. So. What do you think? How do we become more... More... Dot, dot, dot. Vulnerable or honest. How do we become more honest? Oh, do you know what? It's like what you've said, but I'm trying to think what else. It's literally what you've said about being honest with yourself. I think it just comes from a place of you getting to know yourself and taking the time to get to know yourself. And then that way, if you can be honest with yourself, be honest with others, or if you if you find it hard to be honest, 
then just say from the beginning like of whatever relationship you're a part of and just be like you know what I want you to be honest with me Mm. and I want to be honest with you and I know it sounds silly but sometimes when you say it the reality of you saying these things it will allow you to actually you know to act on it because now that person has no option but to hold you accountable for the standard that you've already set because that's the only standard that they'll know of you Mm. do you know what I mean so sometimes I say things as well so that I can I, I can try my very best to achieve them and do them and so that other people can hold me accountable to it or the person who I'm talking to can hold me accountable to it mm. so yeah and I'd say also have people around you who will always like speak into you and you know let you know when maybe mm, you are either honest You yes you were honest and you didn't communicate that the right way or you you didn't really let that person know exactly how you felt. Yeah, I think that's how I would be. I'll try my very best. So how do you meet the pe- the right people to keep you accountable to all of this? Because all of this like requires a lot of personal growth. Mm. But so it's how do you keep your yourself? A. Yeah. So how do you keep? How do you encourage them to keep you accountable? I just talk to them and let them know, and I literally go, "Do you know what? I need. I have to be. I guess I have to be vulnerable in a way." and say okay i'm i find this hard mm. and i need you to keep me accountable for this mm. and and those are people that i'm not just saying like just say that to any tom dick and harry like you actually have to say it to people who you know like have your best interests at heart and yeah. do actually care about you as a person you know they're not just saying it to say it so yeah i think so yeah and also it's about recognising and knowing from the get-go who are those people in your life. Like, who are those go-to people in your life? Because you need it. You need that. You absolutely do, Sarah. Mm. You absolutely do. Oh, my God. Have you watched those... Um, What is it called? It's literally those YouTube videos where people sit opposite each other and, like, they have questions. I like Skin Deep. Really... I love Skin Deep. Yeah. I've actually got the game. I had, the, I had the game on my phone and oh, I deleted it. Got down. Yeah. But it's um it's it's amazing. Like it's so good. And like oh my god, that's what we did for our first podcast. Oh yeah. Episode. We did. Our throwback. Maths did that again, you know. But I've got like the cards. Do you? Oh yeah. my god, you've got the cards. As in like the actual cards cards. Oh my god, we have to do that for the next episode. It's deep. But, oh yeah, I don't mind. Like it's got five categories. What like what what are the five categories? Out career, of interest. Career, family. Oh. Sex, relationships. Did I say money? No. Yeah, money. All about BBS money. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I would really highly recommend that game if you want to build relationships with people. Mm. It's not because I actually played that game with some people and it didn't deepen relationship. Can you imagine? Well, um, did it just confirm what you already knew about them? Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah. It? So <laughs> that's crazy. over. You're basically, like, well, over the last probably six <laughs> weeks, I have been kind of rechecking um, my boundaries with certain people, also a group of people, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, unfortunately. I'm gonna have to recategorize people. You said unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> or fortunately, depends who fortunately benefits for more. You. 
yeah, who benefits more from it. But um, sometimes it gets like that because it is sad, but you kind of have to look out for yourself. And 2019, I want it to be a year of growth. And um, yeah, I want it to be a bit more selfish. Yeah, that's what that's I'm what trying I to want learn. You to do. Yeah, you, see, you have to be selfish. I have and to just learn do what to be selfish and speak yeah. up for myself. You know, because a lot of people make it look like it's a bad thing to be selfish. No, it's only bad if you're selfish and and spiteful and mean and you know not considerate of others mm. we, you need some level of selfishness mm. you know what i mean or else oh it's not good it's not good you know it means everybody's having a slice of a slice of your life but yourself it's true so you've got you've got to one thing i wanted to talk about um linking into like boundaries and accountability was the the tv program you i don't know if you guys have watched it on netflix oh it's such a good program it's fucking that a spoiler alert just cut it off now if you haven't seen it because it's it's that good like honestly you need to watch it so when did you watch it did you watch it like weeks ago or like i don't know when did it come out i'm not too sure i think it came out recently came out recently it's because my sister she um she watched it and then she literally she told me to watch it and i watched it and i said well the from the first episode i was like wow this is why you cannot just be doing anything on your instagram your instagram has to be locked mm. you know <laughs> so it's the fact that it's so tiny um her font was really tiny i was like sis how are you gonna read that but yeah like what do you think watching the program you like what did it teach you about boundaries first of all it told me men are mad (laughs) Um, which is something I already knew already she did knew that Um, about boundaries though the thing is she didn't know what was going on so she couldn't really establish any boundaries so the thing is you can't just let any Tom Dick or Harry just come into your life like that and the thing is he was laying he was slipping out hints that legit knew, yeah but then i don't know if it's her being stupid or like work on with that because and you know what i feel like especially because of the climate we're in and what's going on like manipulation and being manipulated by men or men being held accountable for their actions is a very slippery slope mm. you know what i'm saying but um i think but it's hard like when you don't present yourself in a certain way like when you present yourself to be one thing like obviously she she could only hold him accountable to what he was showing exactly because he was being very covert i think about that everything. is the problem a lot of people are not showing their real selves so you, that's the only thing you can like set boundaries with exactly and so when they do get into your inner circle that's when mm-hmm. the real them might start to slip out 100 percent. and then, ooh, and then it's a wrap like once that but again I'm looking. I'm being. I'm playing the devil's advocate now. And I'm looking at the other side. He did have hints, and the thing is, I think she unconsciously she clocked on a couple of them, but she was like, "What?" Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it was the early stages. She was like, "What?" But this is why I say, and I repeat, I always say, whatever people actually slip Show, out. Yeah, in what? that's the real them. In the slide, that's the that's the real them. It's the real me. <laughs> it's the real me. Ah, but then how do you know if someone's not going for a process of growth themselves? Do you know what I mean? Even if you are going for your process of growth, there's still areas that you need to work on. Hence it being the keyword growth. But I'm still, I'll go, I'm going to give you the grace to grow. But once I still see that you're moving a bit mad, I have to distance myself. Hmm. Because I need to use that time whilst I'm 
distancing myself to actually observe. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I need to observe the dynamics. I need to observe, you know, how this person is moving because, or is it just conveniently with me that you're 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 bring, you're bringing out this sly information? Because it was so. Because do you know what was so crazy? The whole time, I did not see his squad once. The only squad that he had was was you know a me myself and that kind of thing. That's what he had. So that already tells you something's a bit booky. Oh, uh, that's You're true. You're telling actually. me how so can what, you how can you be dating one my man and my man has no squad? Okay, so what who's holding of, him accountable? What kind of warning signs or red flags no, show you that someone? <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish the question. What kind of red flags are there that you can see to show you someone hasn't has gone issue with boundaries? They have no friends, or they they're conveniently. Hop, skipping, and jumping to every Different friendship. Squads. Yeah, oh, there's a difference between being inclusive and being multifaceted and being able to maneuver. You can, of course, you can maneuver and have multiple friendship groups. Keyword being multiple friendship groups. Mm. But if you yourself, you're you're now moving like a bishop on a chessboard. I'm now looking at you sideways. I'm gonna be looking at hey, you. Hey, what? A bishop on a chessboard. Ah. Or a knight on a chessboard. You know how they move the L shape? Like, look, if you're starting to be doing... Fiu, fiu, fiu. <laughs> then I'm going to be thinking, what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what it's like? Using the chess, the chess analysis, sorry. It's like when you're a pawn and then there's that one slight pawn that will make it across to the other board and then they can now manifest into anything and morph into anything. Mm. Me, myself, I have to watch your moves. I need to know how you're moving because there's some people if you cross over those if you just allow boundaries to slide boundaries to slide and you perceive them in a way that you think you're just thinking oh you know they're just they're just being there and that's just just that's just rebecca you know rebecca's like that and then when she when rebecca now rebecca was once a pawn and now she's going to to turn into queen and come and kill you so you need to know how people are operating you have to be strategic and that doesn't mean that obviously treating treating your your friendships like business deals. I'm not saying that at all. But you need to be aware at some level. Like I'm sh- I'm sure that Sata knows my strengths and she knows my weaknesses, and I know her strengths and I know her weaknesses. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm not saying word for word, but she has an idea. She knows. She knows my boundaries. She knows when I'm upset. She knows when I was angry. She knows you know mm. different aspects of myself. So yeah, that's what I think. I think that's crazy. So though. the main red flag is no friends. If you have no friends, I'm questioning a lot because people if you're inside in, being inside of your own head for too long is dangerous. Very dangerous. Or you're constantly around one other person. That means that person's enabled your behaviour. <laughs> no shit there. Goddamn. Well if the shoe fits. red flags what <laughs> What other red flags are there? This is a very good... I'm trying to proper follow you as well. Um, I think pushing your own agenda on other people as well. Explain. Pushing, pushing, pushing. Like, pushing let's, your perspective. Let's do this. So, Ooh, like, yeah. pushing... If I'm pushing... If I see one thing one way and you see one thing another way and I'm pushing my agenda on you so, so much, then there's something there. Mm. It means it's that's also a form of... I will view that as a form of manipulation. Mm-hmm. Because Why? Why is it that that you can you can see one thing, I can see one thing. It doesn't mean that we're both wrong. It doesn't mean that you have to see what I'm seeing. It just means that you're allowed to see what you want to see. Mm. I think that's I think that's one thing. Pushing your personal agenda. 
It's a big, it's a problem. It's a warning. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. I'm trying to think in regards to you as well. Um, Mm. Bruv, it's mad, you know. It's really mad how a lot of people don't understand the importance of boundaries. Let me not even get it's honestly. And to even respect your own. Yeah. Because you don't even have any if you don't have any boundaries, you don't respect yourself. Mm-hmm. Because it means you're just you're just allowing anything. You're only you're just allowing any behaviour to come through left, right and centre. Do you know what I mean? You're not thinking it through. You're not taking your time. You know, you're just allowing anybody to treat you how how they want to. But yeah, like, let me try and think as well. Like, in regards to you, have you, like, how, how do you feel about having your personal social media accounts on public or private? What do you, what do you feel? Because me, I was watching you, but I was like, well, <laughs> my account's on private anyway, so... I've actually recently made mine public. Um, public? When, pay, when Penn Bagely comes for you. What was it? When Joe. He, that's who he plays, Come on, Joe. I don't mind. I need a babies right now. No one like that. Lol. I'll have to come and kill him first. <laughs> <laughs> what? Lock him in that cube, boy. <laughs> he Oh my days. This is how books are made. <laughs> <laughs> Lock him in the library set. Boy, um Nah, you finished me there in the cube. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. Um uh Hey, I don't know man. Okay, if I was dating someone like that, how would you respond? And I'll try and think of how I'll just mate, he'll probably kill me before he gets <laughs> oh like come through like and then he'll lock me in the cube I'll, I'll clock oh my god so it's ah that program was so great what was her name the Bet. girl that dead died dead the girl that died well she was dead the one that he killed her best oh. mate well the one who had a crush on her I yeah, yeah her name oh. do you know it took me like half the season it was Shay to clock that she was actually mixed race Oh my god. <laughs> I thought she was white. No, 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 no. I didn't know she was mixed race. Um, let me see if I can get um, her, her name. Because I know that obviously it's Shane Michelle, but I need to know what she is. It's in you. It's nuts though. Like, I don't know. That program oh, really. Yeah, that program. Re- I knew some kind of. Anyway. Um, that program really opened my eyes to like the dangers of social media. I'm manipulation. I've, I've been new that it's dangerous but <laughs> like this is just a different perspective like uh, it's like it kind of reminded me of um but the thing is we've all done this kind of creepy stuff before it reminds not me of to the extent Mirror. that joe did it yeah but come jo- on jo the was, way come on jo we'll be checking the- everyone's tags you know their mates yeah like, but i'm not I, taking I their panties i'm putting in a box <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's not to the extent of taking panties and sniffing them and then hiding them in your toilet ceiling. Do you know what I mean? Taking tooth, keeping it in box. That was the tooth fairy will never come. No, that was the tooth of her ex boyfriend. Yeah, I know. Obviously. No, so but the right. then how it ended? It ended with the with the girl that was ex girlfriend, the one that we thought was dead. So whose tooth is that? It's the guy, the first guy that he killed. 
Oh, him? Bex. Why is he holding on to teeth? Because they can identify a body through the teeth, so you have to remove them. Dental records. Well, he, had, he only had a couple, fam. There was like six in yeah, there. Yeah, he took the whole mouth. Are you nuts? Yeah, but there wasn't that many teeth in there. There was. Did you not see the way he was wrestling? <laughs> no, there weren't that many teeth. There was bare teeth. I was like, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Some teeth you have. I'm dead. <laughs> there was bare teeth. <laughs> Maybe Beck dropped them in it when she was when she got shot. Oh yeah, that's the least of my worries. I would hey. Nah, man. Would you even do? Imagine you clock in that moment and he's actually in the same house as you. That's crazy. Hmm. That's actually crazy. Like, what would you do? The thing is, we can all relate. Like, we. Can... Yeah, so like we've all done, and it's not recording. It is. is it, recording? it is recording. Ah, shit. Okay, my bad. I thought it wasn't recording, but it is. Um, yeah, but we can all relate because have we not all stalked someone online before? I'm saying stalking is a bit strong. <laughs> First of all, investigate. Like, yeah, we've investigated or we've looked. Being curious. Yeah. About certain someone's yeah. profile. No, but we've. Yeah, but it's only what that person has actually allowed to show like if we're stalking now it's like we're actually now going into in-depth investigation find out like where they live yeah investment. find out where they live find out personal information that they've not felt comfortable to obviously present yeah. to the rest of the world like if you're but not then, <laughs> do not it's funny to me when you've when you've seen some of the stuff on their social media yeah and they finally tell you but they tell you as if you don't know what you're supposed to do like Oh my god, wow. Obviously, I act like you don't know. I'm not going to bait myself out like, oh yeah, I saw that. You know, I saw that on this day at this time. And that. Or I'll just listen and not say anything because me, myself, I know. I know what I saw. My own two eyes. So, do you think social media is good in helping us establish boundaries or not? I don't get it. Do you think, like, how it links to. Do you think social media is helpful in people establishing boundaries with other people? Or does it make it easier for people to have access to you? I don't know. I think it's that 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 question is very um, subjective in terms of it depends on what you depict on your social media because some people depict even the personal aspects of their lives. So you know that's a different dynamics versus someone who who doesn't do that. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of you can only go by the boundaries that have already been preset. Do you know what I mean? by that person like if that person has showed their whole family and gone in depth about their life or one season of their life and everything like and i'm talking like everything is black and white like everything it is what it is then that's different however if that person hasn't then i mean yeah so you can only go by the boundaries that they've they've put there as a blueprint a blueprint for, sorry or a guide for you to follow and respect mm. But if you now go outside of that, there's a difference between being curious and going outside of that mm. to actually try and be like, hmm, what's this person like? What did they do with it? Like, mm. it's a bit weird. See, that's where um, this whole confusion between admiration, because I feel like you can admire someone and really like someone, but if you're going to the extent where you're really pushing their boundaries and even breaking it and crossing it, that's crazy. It's a bit, it's really wild. And then you'll be saying that because, oh, I loved you or I really appreciated you and stuff like that. It's, it's still kind of weird. Yeah, because how do you love someone without knowing them? 
I don't think you can love no. someone if you don't know them. It's impossible. Yeah, it's hard. Because you don't know them. It's hard. For you to love someone, you need to know them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's very challenging. Like, of course you can have a crush on them or, you know, or like somebody, have an intense, affectionate feelings of admiration towards towards someone. But mm. the, only reason, the only way you can feel that way is if you actually... You know, meet that person, build with that person, or else you're just falling in love with your ideal um, perspective on who they are rather than the reality of who they are, which is what you also touches on. Mm. You see Joe's character fall in love with the with his reality and his fantasies of where he thinks their relationship could, could go and who who he thinks that she is. Yeah. Mm. Which is which I think is just crazy. The whole of you is just mad. It's very insane. I was just like, what? You go from episode one and you're like, okay, this guy's a bit weird. Mm. And then by episode nine, you're like, he needs some milk. <laughs> In the cube. <laughs> I'm dead. He needs some milk. No, like, honestly. But what did you think about the little boy who just let her? Did he even open the door? His neighbour. He was scared, man. I don't think he was shook. He was. <laughs> he was. He, look, the environment that he was in showed me that he was very used to dysfunctionality unfortunately sis was saying he's going to kill me and and bro was just there like so what did you have for breakfast i was like i'm so tense i don't get it i don't get it i had to rewind to that scene like three times because i did not understand how you're staring at a screaming woman saying he's going to kill me and going you need to you just need to sprinkle milk on the whole season (laughs) (laughs) everyone needs it's not making sense (laughs) Calcium deficiencies high. Uh, but do you know for some people that actually could be their their reality? Like that's how. What as in you're staring at someone who's saying, "Oh my god, I need to get out." Some people could be in a relationship where that boundary has been crossed. You never, you literally never know. That program is just exposing it because anything can happen in this world. This world is dark, you know. Very dark. Very. I won't be surprised no, if true. there's someone in a relationship. Even a woman could, like a woman would do that. Would not. Be Absolutely. Surprised. Um, women are also mad like let's never get it twisted men and women are, tr- are trash and mad but like what can you do in those circumstances exclusively I'm talking about mm. but honestly I just think that's crazy <laughs> oh my god wait <laughs> right so anyway <laughs> that is the end of the episode like yeah tell us what you blessed Tell us what you think about boundaries, like <sighs> accountability. I'm tired, yo. <laughs> I can't even like that. Like, yo, have a blessed week. <laughs> have a blessed week. <laughs> See you next <laughs> And if you don't catch us for a couple of months, it's because adulting has come and killed us. Uh, adulting has put us in the cube. There we go. There we go. <laughs> we need some milk now. So <laughs> <laughs>